Hello once again, folks, and welcome to another edition of the CIAC Cast. I'm Joel Cookson, along with you here on a cloudy and a possibly rainy Friday afternoon, well, Friday morning right now as we're recording this, but uh, hope you uh, are looking forward to the weekend. Some good high school sports competition coming up this weekend, and hopefully we've got a nice uh, CIAC cast for you here as well as we head into the weekend. Uh, a little bit shorter than normal this time around, just two guests and uh, and a few uh, shorter conversations, but hope folks will uh, will still enjoy it. wasn't up to my normal... Uh, guest wrangling skills this time around but hope you will uh and still enjoy the conversation thought we had some good chats uh and some good folks to talk to uh this week we talked to uh, Lori riley of the hartford current one of our favorite writers uh talks about a feature that she wrote uh, recently about a cross-country runner from granby high school and we're going to talk to uh, bob lair of uh the ciac here at the home office talk about an upcoming event uh featuring uh olympic champion lindsey vaughn that uh, ciac has worked very hard to put together so going to talk to those two folks that's what's on tap this week for you here on the CIC cast and before we get into that let's talk about things you might have missed on CICsports.com of course that's the place where you can get all of the up-to-date CIAC information, uh, schedules, results, all that good stuff is there. But we posted a few uh, news stories this week. Some new regulations for cheer and dance teams. you got to check that out. Uh, some new regulations regarding music used in competitions. Really need to check that out if you're uh, a cheer or dance team uh, coach or member uh, listening to us this week. Please check out that story. It is very important. As, uh, as those seasons get underway. Speaking of seasons getting underway, uh, register for the 2016 CIC Sportsmanship Conference. Information there on CICsports.com. Uh, for our soccer teams out there, uh, October, you can see a lot of uh, pink and uh, breast cancer awareness events. Uh, our partner, Brian, is offering pink soccer balls. Uh, has, they've given us a shipment of those that we can... Um, Get out to our membership, so you uh, information there on CICsports.com. And also Unified Sports. We've got, uh, they're, they're starting up again. The, the school year is up and running now, and uh, lots of great Unified events going on as well. So uh, we have information there. Please ask to, uh, to sign up for CIC Unified events uh, this fall, and also to let us know if you hold events of your own. So lots of good information there at CICsports.com. We hope you will check it all out. As always, go to Tournament Central as well for up-to-date information on the CIC tournaments. You can follow us on Twitter, at CIC Sports. That's the Twitter handle there, and uh, lots of good stuff as always. So hope you will check all of that out, and we hope you enjoy our uh, our podcast this week. Some good conversations with some good folks. Uh, of course, we also want to mention uh, our friends at the Department of Transportation always ask us to talk about distracted driving or, or drunk driving. And I'll tell you what, I had some uh, a personal, you know, I always come on and, and give you my little spiel about distracted driving and how dangerous it is. And I think everybody knows that at this point. We just can't help ourselves. But I'll tell you, I was behind, and I'm sure this has happened to just about everybody this day and age. You end up behind a car where you know the person in front of you, the driver, is has their phone out and is distracted. You can see it. They're, they're weaving around. They're going too slow. They're going too fast. 
they're just totally unaware of what's going on. And you wish you could just pull up next to them and just scream at them that they got to put their phone away. You need to pay attention when you're driving a car. This is not a question. This is not something that's a, a complicated issue. You need to be paying attention when you're driving a car. There's no such thing as somebody who's good at texting and driving. You know, they, they I think that's everybody thinks, oh, no, I'm, I'm good at it. I know what I'm doing. I can keep my eyes on the road. No, you can't. You can't do it. Put the phone away. You're putting yourself at risk. You're putting other people at risk. Please do not text and drive. One text or call could wreck it all. That's our message from uh, the friends, our friends at the Department of Transportation. So please keep that in mind. Please be safe out there. Uh, it's going to be raining today. That's just going to make it a little tougher on the roads. Please be safe uh, as you're driving around the state of Connecticut today. With all that said, let's get to our guests. As I said, we've got two, uh, two quick conversations today. I uh, expect not, uh, as I said, not our full slate of guests, but hope folks will still enjoy it. We're going to reach out to uh, Lori Riley of the Hartford Current, talk about a recent feature story that she posted uh, on the Hartford Current. Very happy to have with us uh, Lori Riley of the Hartford Current, who does a great job covering all sorts of things for uh, for the Current, including some uh, some high school sports. So, Lori, thanks for uh, joining us as always. Thank you for having me. I uh, wanted to talk to Lori as uh, we're sort of doing here in the early season a little bit, just reaching out to people who have written uh, stories that have that have caught our attention. And, uh, she wrote one last week that we we featured in our linked up on Fridays, but wanted to, to bring a little more attention to because I really thought it uh, sort of captures some of the great things about high school sports. And that's a, a story of a, a Granby cross-country runner. So, Lori, why don't you just uh, start off, tell people a little bit about uh, about this story and uh, and what sort of struck you about it as, as you were working on it. Um, well, initially I had talked to um, Mike Cohen, the Simsbury cross-country coach, and I was looking for some story ideas, and he said, eh, I think there's this guy, this kid in Granby, and I don't know, he runs with kind of a limp, and it, he didn't walk for the first four years of his life. And I said, wow, that's kind of, and he was, you know, adopted. Or, I said, that's kind of cool. But nobody really knew a whole lot about the story. Mm-hmm. And even when I reached out to his coach, Dennis Lobo, he knew some of the story, but he didn't really know that much of it. Right. Um, so when uh, his father, Jim, um, Tima's father, had sent Dennis a, an email kind of detailing how, you know, Tima came to be in America, it was it was kind of this cool story, and I said, "Wow, this is really interesting." Um, so I went and talked to Tim, and I talked to his dad. And the the thing that struck me the most about this was just kind of whole, the whole serendipity of it. How this guy decided, you know, I'm have, he was an air traffic controller. He, he was facing mandatory retirement. They mm-hmm. can only work for so many years, you know, before they get burned out. Yeah. Um, and he was like 52 years old and he's like, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? And he thought, well, maybe I'll go adopt some kids. So, uh, um, he did and he, he wanted two. And, um, at the time, Kazakhstan was allowing two, you know, more than one child to be adopted. And when he went over there, he went over by himself um, which they the Russian well the the Kazakhstan officials thought was very odd because you know here was this guy wanting to adopt kids and that is not you know in their society men do not care for children right. so um, they were convinced that he was going to bring them back and use them to harvest their organs uh. when he you know got old <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't really understand this until. You know, he was in the courtroom being grilled for like hours at, at a time, and yeah. um, and he had to sign this paper, and that's essentially what it said. Um, 
so he came home with the kids, and um, it was t- difficult at first because they didn't speak English. And right. he had learned Russian, but he didn't really learn what, you know, um, the, whatever language they knew, you know, particular dialect that they knew. So yeah. it was very trial and error at the beginning. And um, Tima was, um, had di- hip dysplasia, and he had been in a body cast for the first four years of his life, basically. It had a couple of operations over there. Um, and he, you know, kind of, you know, was learning how to, you know, he walked, but not great. And he was learning English. So it was a very difficult transition for all of them. And then, um, after a while he kind of got assimilated into American life and, um, he had an operation at the Connecticut Children's Medical Center when he was in eighth grade to Mm -hmm. correct, you know, this hip deformity that he had. And when, um, he, uh, you know, when they fixed it, it was he was it was an excruciating, you know, very long recovery and rehab. Right. And when he got better, eventually he told his father he wanted to run cross country. <laughs> it was like what? <laughs> he can barely walk, you know. Yeah. And so he he went out for cross country, and he was not very good at the beginning, and he right. still limps, um, but he's a lot better than he was before the operation. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, kind of the rest is it. And now he's, I guess he used to not, you know, he was not one of the faster runners, obviously, sure. you know, as a freshman, but he got better and better and compensates more for, you know, that style that he has. And, you know, now he's in the middle of the pack. I mean, he's not going to win probably anything, but he's, right. you know, he's not last. Yeah. Um, and he's a junior and he likes, you know, I said, what do you like best about running? He said, the finish. <laughs> I said, yes, I understand that. You can relate to that, yeah. Yeah, so it's not like running is some, you know, mystical experience for him. He just, I think he just likes the accomplishment of it and yeah. being able to do it and, you know, the camaraderie and, and that sort of thing. What did you, you know, when you spoke with him, did did he have sort of a, uh, much of an explanation for why cross country that was just sort of you know whether it was he just wanted to be involved in athletics and that was kind of the sport that made the most sense to him what was sort of the the draw yeah. there yeah i mean he just he just kind of heard about it and he thought you know i just uh, that's what i want to he said he went off on a whim to do it yeah. um and he said it was really a leap of faith i enjoyed it and i stuck with it yeah well so, really yeah remarkable when when you're sort of you know just from the from the writer's perspective and i'm curious you know the the readers listeners may want to you know you're you're sort of you you obviously like you said you get this tip from another coach and kind of the farther you get into it you're probably saying you know there's a lot more here than i was expecting what are you kind of thinking and kind of in terms of how you're going to present the story what you're going to you know write about as you're sort of hearing and, and getting all this information and then kind of layers upon layers of of interesting uh you know, back backstory as as you're researching this. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the story, you know, kind of just told itself. I mean, it really didn't. There wasn't really a lot, you know, there. Um, that, you know, it, I mean, I I don't know. I don't really know even how to answer that question. It just was, you know, he, he came from from Kazakhstan and he wanted to run, and you know that. I mean, a lot of kids want to run, so they do it. But right. you know, just the circumstances. Um, basically what struck me the most was if, you know, his father hadn't decided to do this, you know, who knows what would have happened to him. I mean, disabled people are not exactly accepted in those countries. Um, and I think it's getting better now, but for a long time, you know, they were kind of shunned and, you know, outcasts of society type of thing. Um, whereas obviously it's, it's very different over here. 
Um, so, and when a lot of kids, his dad told me too, that a lot of kids are kind of just turned loose from the orphanage and not, you know, when they turn 16 and a lot of them don't survive because they can't, you know, they have no life skills. They don't really go to school, you know, I don't think, and it's hard for them to function. So, um, a lot of them turn into, you know, to drugs or prostitution or, you know, various (laughs) not good things in society. Whereas, you know, now he's, team is, you know, looking at studying engineering in college and, you know, that sort of thing. So it's it's very, you know, it, it's very far from what probably what he would have, you know, happened to him in Russia or in uh, Kazakhstan than what's happening to yeah, him here. Pretty dramatic, uh, dramatic turn in, in, in his life. Um, yes. So um, I, I, well, I guess that's mostly what I wanted to ask you. I really just was was struck by the by the story and, and it seems like one of those things, as you said, that you weren't uh, you weren't expecting to be uh, to be kind of writing about and, and coming into this story, uh, just sort of from a general perspective. Where you know where, as you're as as a writer, you said you talk to coaches. You know you kind of ask for interesting stories. Where does a, a lot of these things come from? Where do you I guess hear about or sort of find out about a lot of you know maybe stories that that come your way? Are there ideas that you have? Do you you sort of count on people to kind of share with you some of the interesting things that are out there? What's what's sort of your process like in terms of you know, where you you find these things that you want to write about? Um, Sometimes you get, you know, things from people that are interesting, emails or, you know, calls or whatever. Um, Sometimes you have to beat the bushes a little bit um, to get them. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes people will email you with something they think is really, really interesting, and, you know, maybe it's really not that interesting, and it's (laughs) hard to tell people, like, it's really not that interesting, I'm sorry. So I, I feel bad when, you know, sometimes I have to do that. Yeah. Um, uh, it's more more I get the people that, like I say, this is really interesting, and they go, really? I don't think it's that interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's really interesting. You know, so that's the kind of people I like to talk to is people that maybe think their life is not that, you know, cool or interesting, but right. it really, you know, they don't realize, like, how interesting and cool they are. So um, it's up to you to kind of draw it out of them. But, yeah, it's just all different, you know. It, some of the sports are better than others as far as you can call like maybe a couple people and they kind of know everything that's going on right in the sport in the state whereas other sports are very um you know kind of not like that where you can you can't really call one person and say hey what's going on and they can tell you so um so Mike Cohen was good that day the Simsbury coach he really um really uh you know led me to that and i thought well that's pretty cool yeah and i've known dennis lobo for a long time and he's a great guy and a great coach so i am always happy to write about his program because they're he's just such a good person and their program is always good so yeah well they they definitely uh steered you in the right direction this time this was uh like i said it really uh kind of snuck up on me was not uh, something i had uh, was looking for and uh, and really was was captivated by it so uh Lori, we'll let cool. you uh you're you're in uh the mode here where we're heading towards the hartford uh marathon which is another one of your beats that you'll be covering in the next few weeks but wanted yep. to quickly get on uh, get on the phone with you and talk about this great story and uh and thank you for sharing it with us so uh yeah, appreciate it and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon all right thanks Thanks so much to Lori for being with us. Always like uh, chatting with her. She does a great job covering a lot of different stuff uh, in the fall season. I I wanted to talk to her about a few other fall events, but she's been so busy she hasn't been able to get out to as many games as she would like at this time of the year. But we'll certainly check in with her again uh, as the year progresses. Does a great job covering field hockey. Does uh, 
great job on softball and girls basketball. A lot of uh, running events as well. As we mentioned, she'll be covering the Hartford Ma- Hartford Marathon coming up next weekend. Always a fun event as well. So thanks to Lori for being with us. Now we're going to chat uh, a little bit with Bob Lair here of the CIAC staff. Talk to him about a uh, big event that's coming up uh, this coming Monday, uh, October 3rd. We're very excited about this event. Hope folks will check it out and listen to uh, the conversation here uh, as we talk about this big event that the uh, the CIAC is hosting. Joined by Bob Lair of the CIAC staff. He's been uh, responsible for putting together this big event we're doing with the CIAC uh, on October 3rd with uh, Olympic champion and gold medalist Lindsey Vaughn. Bob, thanks for being with us. Thank you. So just wanted to give you a chance to, to talk a little bit about this event, something that we think our, our CIAC membership would be really interested in if they haven't seen about it and heard about it. So why don't you start off, just let us know kind of how this came about. Why, uh, why Connecticut? Why the CIAC? How, is, uh, how did this whole thing uh, come together? Sometime in July, uh, Dr. Niehoff, our executive director, came down to my office and she said, what do you think if we could get Lindsey Vaughn to come to Connecticut? I said, that would be incredible. That would be a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to hear, to hear someone as accomplished as Lindsey Vaughn, Olympic gold medalist, World Cup champion, has won more World Cup races than anybody in history, men or women. And uh, there's obviously a lot of things that would have to be worked out, not the least of which was the expense. Uh, but after a lot of deliberations, between her and the, the person that did the booking for the event, we decided to give it a try, knowing full well that it was a, a chance operation, mm-hmm. that uh, there was a lot of money involved. But we both felt that the value that would be forthcoming to girls especially, but adolescents and all youth really, actually anyone attending the event, that the value that would come to them uh, probably couldn't be measured just in dollars. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be measured that way. That, in fact, it had uh, inestimable value uh, to middle school and high school girls in particular, many of whom have a, a negative self-image of their body. And uh, Lindsay will do a lot to dispel that myth that you have to be skinny to be beautiful. And she will talk to the girls about getting stronger about uh, what her beliefs are as far as nutrition goes, uh, as far as body typing goes, and as far as uh, the mental and the psychological aspects of being an adolescent female especially. And so that's really how it came about. So we worked in that almost secretly for uh, probably a month and a half, two months, because we did not want that to get out, because we felt that if that got out and became public, that that would get legs of its own, and we didn't want that to happen. We wanted the contract to be signed and a site to be uh, 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 rented and everything to be in place before we really divulged that. What is it, uh, obviously, you, you you know talked about her, her tremendous accomplishments, but uh, what, what, you know, sort of what specifically do you think she, she has to offer and sort of insights she has that, that make her such a, you know, such, make this such a great opportunity for, for athletes, as you said, athletes, non-athletes, whoever it might be, uh, who want to come and, and hear her speak. I think she's a role model, especially to girls in the, the skiing world, which there are many. But I think girls in general, for instance, I will give you an example of something. 
Uh, I never told my 14-year-old granddaughter that she was coming to Southington High School. Mm -hmm. And I didn't tell her that because I knew once I told her that everybody else would know it. But I asked her one night while we were having dinner, I said, Olivia, if you were able to meet anybody in the world, who would it be? And uh, she said it would be Lindsey Vaughn. And uh, she had no reason to say that other than that was her real feeling. So I think Lindsay's a role model and probably a mentor to millions and millions of kids, uh, not just in the United States, but throughout the world, because she's, she's maybe at least as well known in Europe as she is in the United States. Yeah. Probably uh, more so. Yeah. Uh, especially in those skiing countries. So uh, that, that's part of it right there. Yeah. Um, I know you're sort of uh, responsible for, for moderating and kind of directing a little bit, uh, you know, her, her uh, program uh, at, at the event. But give people a little bit of a sense of what, what kind of things you might be asking her to talk mm-hmm. about and what kind of things you sort of expect uh, and how the event sort of is going to be structured and, and what's going to take place. First of all, I didn't ask to be the moderator of that, but our executive director, Dr. Niehoff, can't be in town that night. She's on the board of directors for the National Federation of High Schools, and they have a very important meeting that Sunday and Monday of this weekend. So she couldn't be there. I really wish she could have been there. She'd be the perfect moderator for this, quite frankly. Uh, but the, the questions I'm going to ask, uh, most of them are related to the book because the book really, I read the, an advanced copy of the book, and it covers a lot of different aspects, a lot of anecdotal things. Many, many of the things she brings up are research-based. And uh, that's one of the questions I want to ask her. Uh, there, there was probably uh, a nutritionist and maybe a university uh, from whom she got a lot of uh, her research information. But uh, there's a lot of funny anecdotal stories in there. Uh, I'll, I'll give you one real quick one. Uh, she had a trainer at one time that, uh, prohibited her from eating any kind of chocolate. Mm-hmm. She could not eat chocolate. So uh, they they were on a trip somewhere, and they stopped at uh, like a gas station or one of the roadside places, and uh, she bought a bunch of candy bars and went in the bathroom and ate those chocolate bars, <laughs> which I think is kind of neat for somebody of Lindsey Vaughn's stature that she actually divulged that. Yeah. She didn't have that trainer much longer after mm-hmm. that, by the way. Uh, but all the questions will be related to her training regimen, uh, her own take on on nutrition, because unlike a lot of the nutritional books you buy or dieting books, uh, she's not of that ilk. She's going to present a little different uh, perspective on that. And uh, also her, her, her way of living and uh, the intensity of her training. That's what was so amazing to me or is so amazing. Uh, if you watch any of her videos you'll see that she can work out six to eight hours a day. Now, most people don't have the luxury of doing that. Uh, but, but she wouldn't have to do that, but she does do that. And consequently, she's a world-class skier. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what, just sort of give a, a, final, uh, a final pitch. What, uh, why do you feel like this is something that uh, you know, people are going to want to check out uh, in Southington, at Southington High School on, uh, on Monday, October 3rd? What's, the, for, what's kind of the big picture benefit? What do you really think uh, is, is the reason we're, we're, we you know, work so hard to put this together and, and are hoping so many people are going uh, to come out and see her speak? Well, I think people are going to gain some knowledge about Lindsay and also her thoughts and opinions and philosophy on a lot of different areas. But more importantly than anything else, I think she's going to be inspirational uh, to anyone that's there, but especially to adolescent girls. I really think that she's going to motivate them and inspire them 
and maybe in some cases be life-altering. I I know what the diet habits are of a lot of these teenage girls. Uh, They're they're into the chips and everything else that probably in the long run, well, not probably, we know for sure that that's not the best kind of diet for them. Uh, in their, especially in their formative years. So I think that maybe she's going to change some things there. She's going to enhance the desire for them to really work out and and to to get stronger. That's the title of her book, Strong as a New Beautiful. Uh, and, and just to appreciate themselves the way they are. Uh, as you mentioned, we do have tickets available. They'll be available at the door on Monday evening starting at 6 o'clock. They're $50, and that does include a hard copy cover of our book which you've already said mm-hmm. yeah so we and uh, and folks can still when they hear this uh, also contact the ciac uh, yeah. contact bob contact uh, judy sylvester in our office if if you want to make sure you secure your tickets uh, ahead of time yeah. but as bob said uh, uh, a pretty unique and, and rare opportunity to to hear from one of the the top athletes in the world Lindsay vaughn so we really hope folks will will take advantage of that bob thanks for being with us and uh, thanks pleasure. for putting this all together thank you Thanks to Bob. That was a lot of fun chatting with him. I know he's uh, he's very passionate about this uh, this event, and I think it is going to be a lot of fun and really, you know, a rare opportunity. You you don't get a chance to hear uh, directly from uh, you know one of the best athletes in the world, quite frankly, one of the most accomplished, one of the most successful, certainly female athletes, if not athletes overall. Uh, in the world, and uh, and this is really a great opportunity. So hope folks will take advantage of it. Uh, really should be a, a memorable evening there in Southington on Monday. So uh, we thank Bob for uh, illuminating that a little bit for us, and we thank Lori Riley for being with us as well. That's going to do it for this edition of the CIAC Cast. Uh, as always, follow us on Twitter at CIAC Sports, CIAC Sports.com, Facebook.com slash CIAC Sports. You can also get in touch with us. You know, I, I, I say I'm always looking for new and different uh, guests, stories, anything that uh, you think we should be talking about here, give us a shout, CIACcast. That's, of course, the name of this podcast, CIACcast at CASCIAC.org. That is the email address to reach us. Had somebody email me uh, this week, actually, at that uh, that address and uh, and get in touch with me. So we uh, we appreciate that. Hope uh, others will as well with some uh, some suggestions. What would you like us to talk about here? As I said, this is a pretty short edition of the podcast this week. Uh, just a few conversations, but uh, always looking for new folks. Who who haven't we talked to? I, I try to keep abreast of uh, of interesting things that are being written and talked about around the state, but uh, we certainly don't catch everything. So let me know if there's interesting stories out there that we haven't told and uh and we will try to uh to do that so with all that said i am joel cookson we greatly appreciate you uh joining us here this week on the ciac cast we will be back um i'm hoping once again in two weeks trying to stick to our schedule here so we hope you'll be back with us then when we come back with another edition of the ciac cast have a great weekend everybody (laughs) 